welcome to Her Unrealistic Ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways, to rely on energy, intuition, and manifesting as much as action, thinking, and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. Recently, I was sharing with a friend that I feel like I have no space in my life. I go from momming to working to household stuff, and the list goes on. She inspired some massive shifts in me that I'm now sharing with you today, because women, moms especially, have more on their plates than ever before. But our willingness and openness to upgrade our support structures hasn't evolved at the same speed as our responsibilities. So if you've also been feeling like your to-do list is never-ending, a constant juggling act, this episode will create some shifts for you, especially for those of you who are mompreneurs and career moms, because habits and patterns in one area of our life affect others. Hello, gorgeous souls. Okay. I'm wearing a mama sweatshirt today in honor of our little chat and also in honor of the woman who I'm going to talk about who gave me this sweatshirt. So um, I have to say that I am a little salty today, so I might come across <laughs> a bit more bit more bold than usual. I was in Idlewild for the weekend and um, the kind barista sir who I triple checked gave me a decaf latte, did not in fact give me a decaf latte and I was up till four in the morning because I cannot tolerate caffeine. So anyway, such is life. And here we are. So let me start out by saying that I want to thank one of my best friends, Christine, who is one of my Libra soul sisters and the due to my woo, who has inspired some shifts in me recently. And I'm excited to share some of this with you today until she comes here one day to share some of her own wisdom with you. So my word for this year is CEO, which was inspired by the conversation that I had with my friend, Christine. Her comment was after I saw her Trello, like she uses Trello to organize her nannies and household stuff. And I was like, wow, you do not fuck around with this. And she said, well, I'm the CEO, the CEO of my household. So of course I do things in a certain way. Of course I organize them in a certain way because that's how a CEO would approach it. And I was like, whoa, I've never thought of it that way. And that word just hit me. Where am I not being the CEO in my life? Basically, like where am I not being in power in my life? And as I reflected on that question, I became aware that I was not in my power, but I was being a victim of circumstances in some areas of my home life. So there were things that I could be doing that I wasn't. Support I could be receiving that would be helpful that I wasn't. Resources that I had that I wasn't using effectively. And hello, CEOs don't do everything themselves. Like if they know what's going on in the big picture, but if they were to micromanage every detail and get in the weeds, they would not be effective. Their companies would not be effective. And I had become complacent in certain ways. I hadn't looked at things with fresh eyes. And if you're in that same space as I was, this is your little wake up call. And this conversation is much bigger than me. It's much bigger than you. It's about all women, truly. So we've talked about how we're entering this new paradigm where 
there is a balance between the masculine and the feminine because we have been in masculine overdrive for way too long. And the pace at which we're operating, the energy system that we're operating in isn't sustainable. And we have primarily talked about how we have over-relied on the masculine. And we've talked a lot about that in the context of structures. For example, conforming to structures that don't really work for us and that don't support us, giving ourselves permission to unplug from them and to explore ways and supportive systems that do work for us. And as I was reflecting on the thoughts that I was having, the realizations that I was having around this CEO conversation of your home, what I came to realize is that women are the structure. Women are the structure. We are the backbones of organizations, even if there's not complete equity with compensation and titles yet. We are the backbones of our households. We are the ones who our kids want when they need something or when they're not feeling well. And I recently read this um, thing that Reese Witherspoon started a home ec program because 65% of the household chores fall to one person in the household, moms. And also, I just want to say, like, my husband is wildly supportive, and I'm sure most of yours are too. And still, the bulk of things falls on women's shoulders when it comes to household. And the truth is that we are living in a very different world than the one that most of us were raised in. So when I was growing up, my Nana and grandpa were over our house constantly helping my mom. And my mom's job was being a stay-at-home mom. And she was amazing at it and was on all sorts of boards and committees and super involved with the school and everything. But also things weren't happening at the constant pace that triggers the nerve system that is what we are experiencing now, like these little gadgets that we all love that we can't live without and that do a lot of great things for us. They're like a constant, a constant. Like there was a time when I was a kid where you had to get money out on a Friday because the banks were closed. (laughs) So just shit's changed. Even thinking about kids' sports is wildly different and way more involved than back when I was a kid. For many of us, things have changed. Like we live and work globally now. And a lot of us don't live in close proximity to our parents, which used to be the case. And many of our parents are still working much longer now because people are living much longer. So not retiring at like 60, like some of our grandparents did. So for various reasons, for many changes in our society, for a lot of us, things are just different than we were growing up. And all of this to say that the support systems that used to exist for women have shifted. And There are a lot more families that have both parents working than ever before. However, a lot of us still feel guilt if we're not doing everything ourselves, the moms, if we're not doing everything ourselves for our kids. And quite frankly, we have to call bullshit on that way of thinking, because this is an aspect of the feminine that needs a massive makeover, that needs a massive up level, that needs some vibrational refinement. And as I thought about it, with self and with people in my life, like loved ones in my life, some of my mom friends, how guilt might show up isn't that you literally feel guilty, though it could. A key way it shows up is that you're not fully utilizing the resources that are already at your fingertips, or you're not giving yourself permission to use additional support resources. Or like me, you might not even realize you could benefit from extra support because you're in the weeds and you haven't looked at it with fresh eyes. Since I've 
had this conversation now with my therapist. She told me to look at all the household structures once a month and do a refresh because developmentally, my daughter, a four-year-old, soon to be four-year-old toddler is changing so much. And with each little development that happens, there's a shift in the house. Your kids might be older or whatever, but it was like, wow, I don't think I've looked at anything in like two years. So once a month feels pretty good to give myself that gift. And who says that you're a failure when you use support because you need support or you want support? I have friends who have resources and they're not allowing themselves permission to use them, which I do think is an underlying energy of guilt or shame because their moms did not need the support. So if their moms didn't, why do they? Well, it must mean that they're a failure. Eh, Totally wrong. Again, times have changed. And even if they hadn't, it's okay, right? So what I'm sharing with you today is some conversations that I've been having with close friends and it's resonating. For example, I was on a phone with a good friend of mine last week and she realized like consciously on the call that she was stressing out about being on the phone because she had to go get gas in her car to go pick up the kids. And in the midst of this discussion, she realizes my nanny's sitting in the other room. She can go get gas in in the car so that I can do what I need to do, like finish up this conversation and a couple other things. Like I don't have to actually be the one that goes and puts the gas in the car. But we are in such a high energy of action, 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 do it all ourselves that we're not used to thinking about ways that we might be able to receive support, even in simple, simple ways. And hello, all of my empath mothers out there. You don't want to be a bother. That's one of the key patterns. Like you don't want to be a bother. So it's easier to do it all yourself. So there's that. So just pointing that out for you. So for me, I'm going to share some changes that I've made as a result of this discussion. I decided to keep my daughter at school an extra hour a day. So she now lunches with her friends at preschool. And quite frankly, I think she needed that and was ready for that in this phase of her development. And now I have our nanny come an extra hour early each day. She's amazing. I love her so much. I'm so grateful for her. And what that does is that gives me eight hours a week that I didn't have two weeks ago. It gives me eight hours a week of support with household errands, organizing stuff, ordering supplies, batch cooking veggies, picking up groceries, because don't judge, but we are like (laughs) Europeans in that we just run up to the the boutique grocery store every day to get what we want to eat that day, basically. Don't shame me. (laughs) But It's not that in and of itself, any of those one things is like very time consuming or even stressful, but those are the things that I'm constantly negotiating in my mind while I'm working. When do I fit it all in? And that's energy sucking and draining. Again, it's not that any of those one things is like overwhelming, but being in the energy of constant negotiation with your to-do list is a mindfuck. And it's not the best way for me to live. It doesn't make me my happiest and it doesn't make me my most successful. And if you are a mother, you know that your energy affects the whole operation of your household more than any other person in your house. It's just the way it is. So basically I had been feeling like I didn't have enough space in between the various obligations I have and commitments for myself, husband, friend, um, social life, daughter, work, house, whatever. And already in that first week, literally the first day that I had our nanny for two extra hours a day for a total of eight of that week, 
it already literally changed my life. I felt my nervous system the very first day take a deep breath, like, oh my God, shit's getting done in the house. And I don't have to personally do it all, which I can only imagine once everything's like caught up, how amazing this is going to feel once this is the new norm. And honestly, financially, it was nothing to make this shift um, to create the extra eight hours of support for myself. So it literally took me saying out loud to my friend, I feel like I have no space that I'm constantly moving from one thing to the next for her to point out that I have options and that I can take control and that I can make decisions to better support myself. So again, thank you, Christine. Excited to have you on here someday and chat more about all of this. But this is a part of the uprising of the feminine. Things have to change. We are the ones that are going to do that. We cannot continue to be the structure and be how we want to be, happy, fulfilled, all the things. Now, again, this is especially important for mompreneurs and for career moms who are empaths or intuitives. And you've heard me talk about this recently with my friend, Michael. When you have extra sensory shit going on, those gifts, as we call them, you need space. You need downtime. And total side note, that's one of the things like the empathing and the boundaries and all that, that we're going to be talking about on our masterclass on the 22nd. So I'll drop that link in the show notes below if you want to join and you haven't signed up already. But back to this. So when you have extrasensory abilities, um, gifts, whatever you want to call them, there are needs that come with that. So I am an extrovert. I get lit up and I get refueled by being around people, but I need space. Everybody does. Everybody does. But I need space when I'm around people afterwards because I'm taking in like a hundred times more information than a lot of people around me. I'm hearing things more loudly. Like my poor husband gets so annoyed anytime he's even doing the slightest noise. I'm like, what is that? I'm like a dog. I like, I like hear it from a mile away. Sorry, hubby. I feel things. I feel the energy of the room. I feel the energy of the people around me. And it's it's a lot on my system. And I know. I know how to manage it, but adding motherhood and running a business and all the stuff on top of it means that my needs have changed. My needs have to be supported in new ways and in fiercer ways. And that's really what we're talking about here. So for those of you who are moms and entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, busy career women, this is your invitation to stop believing and acting like you need to do it all yourself. So I'm going to ask you, Start small, start with one thing if you want, but if you want to go big, what are three things that you can shift this week that will just give you that little bit of space so that your nervous system can take a deep breath like mine did? And let's be real. We don't even, at least at this age, I'm like, I can't tell you the last time I've gone to the bathroom by myself. Like We don't even get those small breaks of like being peeing alone <laughs> between pets and kids. <laughs> so where are the pain points for you? And what are a couple of little shifts that you can take to just create a little bit of boundary around them, a little bit of support around them? You don't have to have a nanny. Maybe your support structure looks completely different. Maybe you have parents around you that support you, whatever it is. What are the things on your list that you don't actually have to do yourself? And also, that's where I get a little toasty, but um, it it led to a productive conversation. You don't have to accept half-ass support. So I'm going to give you a couple examples that are sound petty, but they were driving me crazy. It's okay when someone's helping you to appreciate their support 
but to let them know like what's not working with it or what's creating extra work for you. And there were two things that were just fucking getting to me, bowls in the dishwasher and hand towels. So every night at the end of the night, I have to reorganize the dishwasher because people leave like three spots in between each of the bowls. And I've said a million times, put them together, put them together. So I don't have to spend five minutes at the end of the night reorganizing everything. So I got a little assertive about it this week. Put the oven bowls on top of each other. Because if you're not doing that, you might as well leave shit in the sink because I have to do it anyway. Not because I care how shit looks inside of the washing, the washer, but because it won't all fit unless that happens. I don't know. We're bowl people. We get a lot of people bowls going on here. The other thing is hand towels. So our house cleaner, our house cleaner, our nanny, my husband, sometimes to help out, they'll fold the towels. So they fold it in half and then half. Well, you don't hang hand towels in half. They go in third. Again, I know it's like super little shit, but sometimes it's this stuff that can drive you crazy and create frustration because I'm tired of taking the towels out and having to refold them before I hang them. And so here people are doing things to support me, but it's creating frustration because it's my fault because I haven't had the conversation with them of like, this is how you do it. So I'm not creating a manual of stuff at the house. (laughs) You don't need to go that crazy, (laughs) but it's my fault. I had to take accountability for that. I never told people like, this is how you need to fold it. And if you don't, it's creating more work for me because nobody like hangs a hand towel like in half, you know? Anyway, I'm not going to be fixing those towels anymore. And um, these are, again, the petty little examples of things that can build up and create frustration. There's bigger, bigger ways you probably want support, but just like, what are the little things right now? I already had a conversation with my husband. It went great. He's like, you know what? I wish you told me that before. I try to watch how you're doing it and like help. And I haven't talked to my nanny or house cleaners yet, but I will by the time this goes live. And I guarantee it will be like, why didn't you just tell me, you know, because it feels like extra energy to have the conversation sometimes. Right. So anyway, big things, little things. I swear that's a rhyme in one of the books I read my daughter. So I just got distracted. Um, so what are, what are some of the things that you can receive support with delegate to your kids? You can hire anyone for any amount of time per week right now, virtually in person, whatever, like it's just the world that we live in. So be like my friend, like you don't have to be the one that goes and gets the gas in your car. If you're a single working mom or whatever. Figure out like what are the little things that are bugging you or that are weighing on you that you've been complacent with and that you could shift. I know that I, in sharing all of that, I have a lot of support compared to other people I know. I also have a lot less support than some other people I know. It doesn't matter. And I'm hoping we can change the dialogue around this whole topic, like stop judging other people who do have a lot of support, stop judging people who don't have a lot of support and find the pockets of support that exist personally within each of our lives. Cause that's where it's at, because that is going to shift the energy of the feminine. We do not have to be the structure holding everything together that we have been. And I don't say that from a victim perspective. I say that from a truth perspective. It's a fact. Reese did some studies on that. (laughs) So as you listen to this, I want to hear from you. What are the things, one to three things that you can shift in your household, in your career that would take a little bit of work off of your plate? Because remember, these are subconscious patterns and habits. These do it all yourself or 
not be a burden to other people. If you are doing this in your household, you are doing this with your business. You are doing this with your career. We don't all of a sudden just just shut that pattern off that we're often not even super aware of. So wherever this is popping up for you in your house, it's popping up for you as the mompreneur, as the business executive and other. And the cool thing about energy is once you shift it in one area of your life, it'll begin to permeate other areas of your life. And notice when you think about this, like what are a few shifts that I can make? What comes up for you? Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel guilty? What do you feel? And if some of these energies are the lower vibration, like the guilt or the shame or whatever, that's also the invitation to use the feminine to move some of those energy and those to move some of those feelings because feelings are just energy to feel those feelings, but not let them stop you from making decisions as the CEO of your life, of your household, of your business. Emotions are emotions. They are energy in action. They will pass quickly. But won't, but what won't is complacency and patterns um, that don't support your needs. So yes, as we have this conversation and as you dive into this in your life, you might bump up against some changing paradigms from how it happened compared to how your parents did it. And that can feel really uncomfortable. And you might get comments, you know, from people in your family. But what is more important and most important is your well-being right now. And self-care leads to self-power. And this is an act of self-care, for lack of a better word. I don't super love that word. But it's really a version of love for self and love for your family because you're able to show up better and bigger in your business and in your family when you are less stressed. So happy Valentine's Day to all the mamas out there. Give yourself this gift, this little pop of love. And just remember, like, we can't continue at this nonstop pace and continue being the structure as the woman. I mean, we can, but it's not sustainable and it's definitely joy sucking. And the other choice is we can provide the structure by stepping into our power, by asking for support and by being open to new ways of receiving support. So be the source of power not the structure, use the structures, be in your power, delegate, create the structures. And even if you're not hundred percent sure right now, as you listen to this, how that's possible for you, if you feel like your resources are limited or whatever, I want you to just be in the energy of wonder around it. Being in genuine energy of, I wonder how I can allow more support into my life. Say some prayers, ask the universe, Sometimes when we just create the opening, we don't even need to know the solution. It drops right into our lap. I've had that happen a million times. When we just energetically commit that we're ready for it to be different, oftentimes the divine will take care of it for us. So don't stress about the details. Be in the wonder, the energy of like, how could I shift this? And being in the energy of wonder is not a procrastination technique, but it's a way to move some of the energy to create clarity when it might not be as obvious to you. So be the power, be in your power, not the structure, be the CEO as that energy that you create in your personal life will transfer to your business life too. And again, I am sharing this on Valentine's Day as a little love note to you because I do believe this is an ultimate act of self-love 
for a mom, for a mompreneur, for a mom executive. Happy Valentine's Day, you gorgeous ladies. And I cannot wait to hear about some of the decisions and commitments you make after reflecting on this conversation.